Hello, and welcome back to Mental Health Spot. This is Oli speaking. Thank you guys for tuning in today. First of all, I'm going to start off with my usual disclaimer because you know I can't miss that. All right. If you are under the age of 18, please consult your parent or guardian before continuing to listen to my podcast. A lot of my topics are very mature and foul language has been used. It isn't a frequent occurrence, but it has occurred. Uh, Sex has been discussed, okay? And a lot of other adult matters. There is no censorship here. I don't even edit this. And one of my friends actually, shout out to him, um, he listened to my podcast. And when he was giving me feedback, one of the things that he told me he liked the most was the fact that there is no editing. I don't edit this, which gives me all sorts of anxiety, but I'm trying to just be as authentic as possible. There's no editing. Y'all get me on the first take. And if I, you know, mince my words, if I say something the wrong way, whatever the case may be, y'all are getting it. Um, So there's no editing. There is foul language from time to time. We do discuss sex. We do discuss adult matters. So there are some things discussed that I do think would be beneficial for maybe like a 16 year old to listen to. But of course, all with parental uh, guidance and supervision. So anyway, I hope that you guys have enjoyed the last couple of episodes. I hope you guys enjoyed the guests that I've been bringing on. You have not seen the last of them and you will meet a lot more guests. I have a lot more people coming, a lot more people, um, no pun intended, um, a lot more people coming on to be interviewed by me that will discuss um, a variety of different topics. Um, So I'm really looking forward to that. But today it's just me. Sorry, y'all. All All right. It's just me this time. And um, today's episode is going to be all about toxic relationships. And I swear that I am the poster child for this because I have been exposed to toxic relationships throughout my life. Um, And I swear that was not my attempt at being all woe is me. Somebody called the Wambulance, like my, uh, one of my best friends would say. Shout out to her if she's listening. Um, It's just me keeping it real, you know? And so because I feel so well versed on this topic, not just because I'm a therapist and I have all sorts of training in this and, um, you know, I've read all kinds of books, I've uh, studied, I've learned, I've had experience with clients, you know, beyond all of that, I've had personal experience with toxic relationships. And so these have been my findings. This is what I've learned. I'm speaking from my own personal experiences. So here we go. Um, When I'm referring to toxic relationships, I'm not just referring to romantic ones. Although I'm sure that a lot of you, that's where your head went first. Um, I am referring to romantic relationships in part, but I'm also referring to your familial connections and I'm referring to 
um, your friendships, co-worker, supervisors, you name it. As you can see, I'm like clapping. I'm like getting into this, like, woo, woo, you know, I'm getting riled up. Another thing that you guys should know about my podcast, by the way, I come into it um, without having taken any notes prior. I just, I, I think of a topic and I just go for it. So I think that's why I might seem like I'm a little bit all over the place sometimes. Bear with me, okay? Um, So toxic relationships. I'm referring to anyone in your life that you have some kind of relationship with, okay? Anyone. So to start with, I want you to take a moment. Let's have a moment of silence together, you and I. To really reflect on your relationships right now with your family, significant other if you have one, friends, co-workers, supervisors, your boss, whatever the case may be, your children, whatever the case may be. Think about it. Just take a moment of silence to really reflect on these relationships for a minute. Now, answer my questions in your head. Are you treated with respect? Are your opinions, your thoughts, and your feelings valued and validated? Is it easy for you to divulge information, your innermost thoughts to these people? Do you feel comfortable in their presence? Or do you feel like you're walking on eggshells? Those are just a couple of questions, but I really want you to think about it. So toxic relationships go a little something like this. When you're in a toxic relationship, everything will always be your fault, no matter what. Does that sound familiar to anyone? Have you ever been in a relationship with someone where you're constantly second guessing yourself and you're constantly questioning yourself and you're constantly wondering, what did I do wrong this time? A toxic person will never take accountability for his or her actions. Okay, so consider consider that sign number one. A toxic person will completely um, deny responsibility for their actions. They will just deny it. They'll say they never did it or you misinterpreted it or you must have, you know, perceived it a different way or, you know, it wasn't the way you said it was, you're making it up, you're over-exaggerating, you're being overdramatic. I mean, if all of that sounds familiar to you, you've probably experienced being in a toxic relationship, okay? Now two, because that was one, because, you know, we're, we're numbering now. Two, if you feel like you can't talk to this person about your feelings, if you feel like you can't say what you honestly think, what's honestly on your mind, out of fear of backlash, out of fear that that person 
is going to be nasty to you, mean to you, demean you, put you down, belittle you, uh, invalidate you, misunderstand you, um, make you feel like your feelings make no sense. You're in a toxic relationship. For sure. If that's happening. A healthy relationship is comprised of two people that can talk to each other freely and openly. Of people that can accept responsibility where they need to. Take accountability. Apologize when they need to. A toxic person will never apologize, which kind of goes hand in hand with number one. Number three, a toxic person will make everything about themselves. They see the world only through their eyes. Your feelings, your thoughts, your opinions are not relevant unless it directly interferes with them in some kind of negative way or in some way where they feel like they're being challenged by you and they don't really appreciate that. So, um, if you feel like you can't express your opinions, not just because you're not being understood or validated, but beyond that, because that person doesn't really care to hear it, because they're really only concerned with themselves. That's just bordering on narcissism, but I mean, that's gonna be a segment for another day, like I always say. Um, But yeah, three things right there that I've listed. One, lack of accountability. Two, an inability to talk to that person out of fear of backlash of any kind or being invalidated. And three, which is what I just said. And I totally had a brain fart and forgot what I just said. Um, What did I just say? This is what happens when you don't write shit down. Oh, selfishness. That is what I said. Um, These are people, people that are toxic are people that more often than not have one or several um, personality disorders, maybe even co-occurring disorders, um, (laughs) maybe even a little bit of bipolarity. There's usually some kind of narcissism, bipolarity, um, borderline stuff at play. Um... There's usually a little bit of all that in most cases, which is really frightening to think about (laughs) when it's all that going on. But um, I I would love to talk about my childhood in a lot of detail here. Um, I won't go into great detail because... I do have family members that listen to this and I don't think my family members would be offended. Plus my parents don't even know English. Um, But, you know, um, I wanna be respectful and I don't wanna go uh, too far into it. But I will say out of respect, um, I will say that my parents are both very good hearted people, but mistakes were definitely made. My dad is ill. 
he is bipolar. I figured this out. Um, of course, once I became a therapist, I was able to label it, you know, but you know, growing up, I didn't really understand it. And he was frequently very irritable and he was frequently, um, very temperamental and would just lash out and he was just easily triggered and would just lash out over the most minimal things that really just made no sense to anyone else that he would lash out over. And I always had an emotional reaction. I would always cry or uh, feel really bad about it. And I remember my mom telling me to go talk to him every single time he had one of those episodes to go talk to him, to go make amends, to go fix it, um, to go apologize, even though I had nothing. I had done nothing wrong. Um, I'm getting emotional already. Um, so she would do that. And I, and I understand that she was trying to make the situation better. And in that moment, she felt like he was not capable of fixing it and therefore made me the more capable person go fix it. I get all that. Um, but it really sent me the wrong message growing up. First of all, it completely absolved him of accountability, more so than he already absolved himself. Um, it enabled him to continue the behaviors. But it, it sent me the message that it's my responsibility to fix or ameliorate or improve interactions between myself and a toxic person. It's my responsibility. So. Even when a toxic person does me wrong, I struggle with these like misplaced feelings of guilt. Even though I know in my heart of hearts, like, yo, homie, you fucked up. Like, I know I did nothing wrong here. There's this like little, just like gnawing feeling that just creeps in and tells me that I still need to go make amends and apologize and, you know, try to fix it. And I want to tell that voice to shut the fuck up because it pisses me off, you know, because I don't want to feel that way. I don't want to experience that. I want to, I want to stand, you know, firm in my convictions, but this is something I really, really struggle with you guys. I really do. And so my experiences with toxicity started very, very early. Um, and then later on in life, you know, with friendships and things like that, when it comes to the people in your life that you get to choose, um, my best advice to all of you and to myself, because I don't want to be a hypocrite, um, is to just really think about who adds value to your life and who takes it away and act accordingly. I'm at the point in my life where I'm really just focusing a lot more on what I need to get done for me and making my goals come to fruition and that requires spending a lot less time on people, um, particularly toxic people. And it's important to recognize also how some of our own behaviors can be toxic to others. Um, I think I'm in a place where I'm not toxic. And I haven't been for years, but I believe there was a time in my life where my being passive aggressive 
um, due to my fear of really just expressing myself and being openly vulnerable could have been perceived as toxic. Um, and I'm glad that I worked on that because I think, I think I've just come a long way. I've really grown and part of being a therapist just means that you're going to grow. I mean, hopefully if that's the profession you're choosing, but I mean, I truly feel like I've experienced so much growth and I'm so much more open now with people. I'm so much more honest. Um, I, I recognize when I'm defaulting to the passive aggressive behaviors. I don't do it as frequently, but when I do, I recognize when I'm defaulting to them and I make amends or I'm reparative about it. I recognize, I don't know, so many things. I feel like my skin is a lot thicker now. I can take feedback a lot better than I used to. Um, People tell me all sorts of things now, like, Oli, you're doing this, or you're saying that, and I don't really feel that, or I'm not really with that. And I'll be like, all right, cool. Thanks for being honest, you know? So I've always been even prior to all my training, I've always been a relatively good communicator. I I would say that's always been one of my strengths and I credit that to Full House um, where I learned a lot about communication and conflict resolution. But becoming a therapist and going through the training has only um, strengthened all of those natural skills that I already had and That's why I try to be a very easy person, guys. I mean, I'm not perfect by any means. I have areas for improvement, but every day I try to do better. I try to be a low maintenance friend. Like I try to understand that people are busy. People have lives. People got shit to do and people can't dedicate all their time to me or hanging out with me or listening to my problems, you know? And I'm very mindful of that. And shout out to my best friend. Um, She lives in DC and our way of keeping in touch is through sending one another voice notes um, through WhatsApp. And the best part is that we always tell each other, no pressure to listen anytime soon. Listen when you can, when you have time, when you're ready, no pressure. And that's the best because I know she means it and she knows I mean it, you know? And so I guess what I'm trying to say is, let's segue into um, number four here. A toxic person is going to give you guilt trips. They're going to make you feel bad when you can't do exactly what they want you to do. Okay. It's normal to be human and have feelings. Like if one of your friends made plans with you and you were really looking forward to seeing them and they couldn't make it, it's normal to feel disappointed about that. But it's how you react toward them that ultimately um, is the deciding factor to whether or not you're toxic. If you're like, wow, I can't believe it. You never make time for me. I really wish you could just hang out with me for once. Mm, I think you're teetering on toxic there. So, you know, it's important to, to just recognize. And sometimes, like... I promise you 80% of the time, these toxic people don't even know they're being toxic, which is even more infuriating in my opinion, because they don't have the insight or the awareness to recognize what they're doing. 
So I just think it's so important. It's so important to be self-aware. It starts with that. Really, really self-analyze, hold a mirror up to yourself and ask yourself, okay, what am I like? What are my good traits and what are my bad traits? And recognize that we all have bad traits. The idea is to be aware of them and actively try to work on them. And I have a lot of friends um, and shout out to them who literally will recognize when they say or do something that I might not be 100% comfortable with. And they'll check in with me later and be like, hey, Oli, uh, I just wanted to let you know that I recognize that I may not have said that the best possible way, you know, just looking out and letting you know that I recognize that. Those are the people you want in your life. People that can be aware of that. People that can be attuned to you. People that know you. That know the kind of person that you are. That know... um, Just that know you intimately. That pay attention, you know? People that know your triggers and don't use them against you. Because guess what? Number five... A toxic person will use your triggers against you. They will familiarize themselves with your triggers and they will use them against you. So if any of this sounds like anyone in your life right now, I'm not telling you to put them on the chopping block because I am the worst at cutting people off because I give people chances. I'm very forgiving. I'm very loving. And I I truly see the best in people. And I always feel like there's always room for growth for everyone but if you're having in your life right now or you're interacting with any of these uh toxic types of people think about it think about who they are to you and think about where where you want them in your life maybe you know bump them off the priority list a little bit you know Make small changes. Spend less time on them and with them. Create a safe emotional distance. Because, you know, we're way too grown at this point. And believe me, it's a journey. Um, But when you have relationships with people that are, are working on themselves and are healthy communicators and are attuned to you and your needs it just makes it all worth it and it makes you realize you know in retrospect why did I tolerate all that other stuff you know um again I know easier said than done and I'm preaching to myself right now um pretty hard right now because I am a very tolerant person I tolerate a lot of adversity that I probably shouldn't but again I see the best in people and I always feel like there's room for people to grow But at the same time, um, you have to learn, and I'm saying this to me, we have to learn to value ourselves first and foremost, and that we have a right to feel the way that we do, and we have a right to have our feelings validated, and to have people in our lives that can cheer us on and support us and not drag us down. So I hope this was helpful for some of you out there. I know I got in my feelings a little bit there, but this is a very, um, just very personal topic for me. Hits home. So I thank you all for listening to me, for hearing me out. It really means a lot to me. And uh, until next time, over and out.